Hello, and welcome to the Pretty Pixels podcast once again. I am one of your hosts, Joey Crunwell, here today with Mr. Paul Grostkoff. Grostkoff? <laughs> I like that. I like that version. Um, I Paul Grostkoff here. Um, I, yeah. I had to give you a nickname, you know, that we've talked about the nickname thing. So what better I'm way than to by... just add one extra letter to your name? <laughs> right. I'm also joined by Rant Klunsky. That's, so, that's, that's a terrible nickname. Oh, I don't, I don't like oh, that I can't just add one letter to you. Okay. No. At least add but... in like a similar area. Not my first name. That's weird. Ron Klawinski. Then it just, that just sounds the same. <laughs> Klawinskit. There you go. Klawinskit. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's disturbing. I hate it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we are here today with another episode, another round of Who Knew That Review by Popular Demand, meaning we really wanted to do it. Um, I'm lovingly calling <laughs> this entry "Who Knew That Review," Part Two. Hmm? I love. Wow, oh, yes, that is, that is clever. Very clever. Very creative. Thank you. I know. Did you come up with so it by yourself? Paid, I get paid the big bucks for this podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but you're getting paid. But I, no, yeah, <laughs> getting paid in in uh, services that I have to pay for, like hosting. So. That's cool. But I'm really excited. I thought it was a lot of fun last time. And after we did the episode, that was sort of like a test episode. And I reached out to Paul and I was like, would you be interested? And he was like, I guess. <laughs> Dumbass. No. Yeah. I, ro- I rolled my eyes for 20 minutes after you asked me. <laughs> and snapped your laptop again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, sna- <laughs> I uh, slapped my, my, snapped my eighth laptop <laughs> this year. <laughs> Just when I thought I was out. Pulled, pulled me back in. But, um,. We don't have a lot of news this week. I was looking through the sites and there just wasn't a lot that was like jumping out at me. But PlayStation did announce new controller colors and the long-awaited console covers is what they're calling them. But like the 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 panels on either side, the top and bottom panels basically. Um, new colors for those as well. So you can change those out. And the colors are Midnight Black, Cosmic Red, Nova Pink, Galactic Purple, and Starlight Blue. The controllers are available for pre-order now and will be released next month. Um, Retailers and the PlayStation Store. And then the black and red colors will also be available next month. But the other covers are slated for the first half of 2022, which I just saw yesterday when I was getting this note together. And I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. But... Are we excited about this? I know we we've already sort of talked about this off mic, but how do you guys feel about these? Any any favorites? I oh. am so I'm so excited about this. Uh, I want a million new covers for the PS5, and I want to own them all. Um, I am particularly eyeing up the uh, Starlight Blue um, console skin. It looks amazing. It is um, a really nice was- blue. Yeah, it's so nice. And if I could get like yeah, matching controllers for that, or maybe do like a like a blue and red thing, that would be great. Uh, I am excited. Uh, I mean, I like the white uh, console, but it just looks weird in the entertainment stand. I just don't, I don't dig it as much um, as I thought. I mean, I it's okay, but like I'd rather have it kind of just blend in the background. So I would probably still get the black cover. Although that 
pink one is oh my god someone's gonna die um yep, that's tornado <laughs> warning I think. Uh, by the way there's uh weather uh happening uh in all our locations so it'll be a fun but it's day hitting it's hitting paul first yes and then it's yep. gonna hit tab and then it's gonna hit me and then it's gonna hit ron so yes. uh i told paul it's the pretty pixel superstorm. so <laughs> Um, so at any moment we might have to cut and we'll splice it together and make it work. So if you hear but, any um, abrupt jumps, that's probably what happened. So one yeah. of us, we will pay, uh, respects to anyone who is, um, <laughs> yeah, not back anyway. Um, yeah, the pink one is really nice. That blue one is really nice. Uh, I'm not going to be the person that buys multiple covers because that's dumb. Um, Let's mainly, not judge mainly mainly due to the fact that I do don't that. mainly due to the fact that I don't have the money. That's why it's dumb. Yeah. If I had more yeah. disposable income, I would be like, yeah, give me all five of them, and still only use one of them. Um, but I probably will end up getting either that pink or blue controller because those are pretty fucking sweet. Um, so. Yeah, yeah. I think they all look rad. I pre-ordered the blue one last night um, when I saw that pre-orders were up. So I pre-ordered that one, the blue controller, should I say. But like, I'm not sure about the covers yet because a part of me wants the pink one. So pink my, is my favorite color, but it's like a specific shade of pink that I like, like a softer, like you like baby you, powder kind of. Yeah, kinda. you like more of a pastel-y rather than the neon yeah, but like a matte pastel, not like a hazy, blurry pastel, if that makes sense. You know, not like a desat- Easter pink. A desat- you don't want desaturated. You just want kind of muted. Yeah. Um, and so it's not my kind of pink, but it is still very pretty. And so I got the blue controller because I already have a pink controller that I got. And so then I'm like, well, damn, do I match the console or do I get the pink one so that I have both? I don't know. Um, so it's almost good news that the pink one and the blue one won't be available until quote unquote the first half of 2022. Cause I still don't know what I want to do about that one. But, but yeah, I, I agree with you, Ron. If I had the money, I would buy all of them. Cause every, I'm like, I look at the purple. I'm kind of surprised you're not getting red. Isn't red your favorite color? Uh, I've waned off red just because I've, I think I've over killed it. Like I mm. got a lot of things that were red and then it's just like, I don't know. I, I have like a bunch of shoes that are red. I'm like, I can't wear these cause now I just wear black pants all the time. And it looks weird if I wear red shoes. So I'm trying to stay more mm. neutral now. Yeah. You know, my motto, a little bit of red, not bad. <laughs> not bad. That doesn't. <laughs> mm. We were anyway. just saying that before the podcast because my sound levels, I was like, I'm getting a little oh, bit of red. That's yeah, okay. That's right. And Ron was like, no, that's bad. That's so, bad. Yeah, a little bit of red is bad. So Ron, Ron can't have a little bit of red with his shoes. But um, uh, the other thing, and this is specific to kind of what we've been talking about a lot, is Back for Blood is finally getting a huge update. It's going live tomorrow. So we're recording this on Wednesday, December 15th. Tomorrow, December 16th. This huge update is going live, and I was looking through it. There's a, a bunch of show notes on their or show notes, uh, <laughs> a bunch of patch notes on their site, backforblood.com, and there's a ton. So we're not going to go through all of it, but before we get into any specific features that we're excited by, is there anything like how do we feel about it overall? Do we feel like this is going to address our problems, or is this sort of a temporary fix uh this is the first time i'm seeing it 
so I'm kind of going over it right now. Uh, I am not hot about having seasonal character skins that I have to now play during this time to be able to get those. Unless they're gonna yeah, like, I didn't, have them I didn't notice the... that. It says unlockable season characters. Yeah, so I didn't even think about that. Damn. I mean, it's a holiday seasonal event, so it's probably... I, I would assume it's probably going to go till a little bit after the new year. I don't see why they would, you know, limit it to just this week or whatever up until Christmas because that's crazy. Um, written practice area now. New non-burn cards. So... I yeah they it's like I think they're probably gonna explain more what those those are but like maybe playing multiple like cards in your safe room in addition to the one you're you're given per level. Um, but now I'm I'm really I don't know I'm impressed with the breadth of the the changes like if you look through the entire thing like the cards like all of the web like the damage cards that I saw are radically changed to be sort of more effective and also like they're removing a lot of the negative effects on cards. So like you'll be more encouraged to, to use things that maybe you haven't before. Yeah. That's always been one of my things is like, I don't want to use this card because like, or, like the card's good, except I don't want to be hindered like as much as it's going to hinder me. A lot of them like they're super detrimental effects for like a very little gain on some right. of them. Well, and also like because one of the other, one of the things they're doing is they're they're limiting speed running, but also addressing the complaint that you know this is a zombie killing game, but yet like actually sticking around and killing zombies is way harder and less fun than just like right. sprinting through the level. And a lot of the changes they're making there are really good. They've done a number of things to fix, like, special ridden spawning, which is something we've run into a lot. So limiting the number that can spawn at a time and also how close they can spawn to you at a time, which I think is good. Um, Yeah. And then also huge single player progression. So we're going to get that on Thursday, which is which is just amazing. Um, So, like, those things are good. My... I think they're making a lot of good changes. My one thing I have to say is like, are they, are they upping the supply points that we're gaining for each level completed? You know, because that right now is like a major thing that is still, I think in need of, in need of adjusting. (laughs) I don't see that anywhere on this list. So I'm going to say no, they are not. Yeah, that's why I was I was definitely sort of in the middle about this where I see some definite improvements that are addressing specific things that we had problems with, but overall I was like, I don't know, man. It's going to I'm we're going to have to try it, I think, because sure, some of the enemies are slightly easier. That was another thing is they didn't really address they said, "Oh, we want to do something to address the leap in difficulty between recruit and veteran but it's like by minor adjustments and that seems like i'm like maybe i'll have to play it to see but like i don't know if they they went far enough but there was one cool thing that i think is just gonna be we're gonna probably spend too much time doing and not getting anything out of other than having fun ridden practice area added to fort hope I'm a option s- added to play as a ridden while in Fort Hope to practice fighting and exploring mutation abilities. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that's probably just for practice for playing online is, you know, when you're doing the um, PvE or PvP stuff. But yeah, we could yeah. definitely have fun with that while we're not getting supply points. 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I'm, I am curious. Like I do want to jump back in just to give it a shot. Um, what are you but done yeah, with not, the game? You just sure. you're just done with it? You're just like, I guess I'll go and play it again. I was kind of done with it. Like I think we all sort of moved on to Halo, so I was ready to like put it aside for a while. I, I was thinking I wouldn't come back to it until January or something. This is a lot sooner than I thought, but I'm still I'm a little cautious. I'm like I'm ready to jump back in, but you gotta dip your toe in first. Well, and these are all, there's a ton of pretty radical changes being made. So I feel like over the next couple of weeks, they'll be smoothing it out even more. Yeah. So it might be good to, even though the patch is coming on Thursday, maybe, yeah, waiting a little while after that just for things to settle. And as you say, like changing more, like, do we need to do more to sort of make the adjustment between difficulties a little bit smoother, for example? We'll see. Yeah. As long as we can, we will. as long as we can beat that last mission or the penultimate, <laughs> the penultimate mission together right. as a Impossible. team. Impossible. Impossible. That'll be the test. Yeah, we should just jump straight to that. And if we can't beat it right away, fuck Let's that game. Sell it. <laughs> sell my digital copy. Um. All right. Well, let's get into what we've been playing, Ron. What Me. have you been playing? Uh, I will pull up my video so you guys can know that I am talking. Uh, so I have been playing, uh, Halo, obviously, as we alluded to before, um, that game's all right. I ended up buying the stupid battle pass cause you assholes, <laughs> yeah. um, and got Damn. like, I got into level two. So I got like three things now. All right. That's great. I guess that was well worth the $10. Um, that game's a lot of fun. That game is Although I was frustrated that last like round or two because my melee button decided to stop working. Um, <laughs> Did it? Yeah. Oh yeah. It just it definitely started stopped working, Joey. I'm, I'm joking. Maybe, you, I, you, <laughs> maybe I should have tried hitting at her. Uh, I did. Mad. I did throw. Uh, it was so frustrating. Yeah. Going going one in eleven, knowing I couldn't do anything. Like I can get their armor down, and then that's it. What am I? What can I do after that? Um. So. But it works on keyboard. Hmm. Uh, I don't know why it worked on keyboard, but not my controller. So I haven't tried it again since. I was ready to put that game away and just be like, nope, not playing anymore. But yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, and I finally started playing uh, San Andreas. And ah, uh, shit. Ah, uh, shit. Here we go again. Um, that game is really good. That game, <laughs> like, I, uh, that's probably the best of, the, of that series of GTAs. Again. I I probably said it before, but yeah, everything about it, like control, look, even just like the acting in it is just leap and bounds above all the other ones. Um, yeah, that game is really, really good. I'm not that far yeah, into I, it because I was doing all the side stuff again before, but anyway. I can see why a lot of streamers go back to it. Like I, I see, I feel like I see a lot of streamers playing that pretty consistently um, one of the things I remember being pre-annoyed at and then it ended up not being a big deal is the like micromanaging things like weight mm -hmm. and health and fitness and stuff like you have to work out you know or you're gonna gain weight and you know have trouble running and stuff like that I thought that was gonna be 
a huge headache and i still think it's not a great system but like they definitely they definitely ironed it out like when they put it into um uh gta 5 like as far as like the the the, well not having to like getting rid of the hunger was like the main thing having like the you know the actual stats that you build up and like having to plead slowly over time as opposed to how the game does it like it's pretty pretty rapid but i mean it's not it's not that big of a deal to keep up with so is it do you like if i remember correctly do certain foods have certain values so if you eat fast food do you get unhealthy i mean it's all fast food but there's like three tiers of like okay. fast food and it's like that depending on which one you get like fills your health up so much and then there's the healthy option which adds no fat um so you could just get that and not increase your fat um, when did that come out and then when did Super Size Me come out? Because I feel like there was this movement against fast food for a while that I was annoyed at at the time. And I feel like it was showing up in everything, like even San Andreas. You know what I mean? Like I, Well, I mean, that's just like, day, that's just, that was 04 um, that GTA came out and Super Size Me uh, is also 04. So yeah, it was around that same time. Uh, yeah, Morgan God Spurlock's an asshole. Um, yeah. But I mean, like, you know, that was just like, you know, that was just like a joke, a running joke at the time, like in the, na- uh, you know, nature of America that, you know, fat Americans and all that stuff and fast food bad for you. And, you know, not realizing that it's like, maybe just don't eat as much. And, you know, it's not that I don't feel like we I don't think like I don't feel like we've healed from that, though. Like, I feel like that did so much damage and like even now like on tiktok and other social media platforms i'm seeing so much misinformation about like food and nutrition and well that's like that's why like taco bell like went and redid like their entire menu and got rid of like all the you know other stuff and like tried to put the healthy i'm trying to do air quotes like you guys can see them um thanks (laughs) uh that's why they did like their healthy menus and stuff like that and it's just like well you people people don't usually go to fast food to like eat healthy anyway you know what I mean? Like there's that aspect of it, but like, you know, it's nice that you offer healthy options, but it, it, in the end, it's like, it's still not that bad for you. It's not like the worst thing in the world for you. There's a, so like I was doing not like serious keto, but like I was doing pretty, pretty regularly being keto, which is basically no, no carbs. So like no sugars, no breads, stuff like that. Um, But you go and look at a lot of like, foods that are like um aimed towards like oh this is keto friendly or this is a keto thing or whatever and you go look at it and it has almost just as many carbs as like eating the normal version of that thing and then it's also like two times more expensive like they have keto friendly cereals and it's like a regular box regular size box of cereal and it's like ten dollars and it has maybe like half the carbs of a normal box of cereal and it's also like a less serving too so it's just like that point just just eat the regular cereal like yeah i don't know yeah it's a lot of marketing and misinformation um and i feel like we just again we don't really get out of that cycle but sorry that was a random that was a tangent Um, yeah gta uh san andreas really good game music's really good um i am sorry to inform you though running down a dream is not in there Apparently Son that got apparently that got taken out on the last uh, batch of um, re-releases that they did, so it. it's not even just like a recent thing. Apparently that's been that's, out for a while. 
that sucks. And and it, like to get a little a little academic, like we talk about reading texts and like the um not purity of a text, but the integrity of the text. Thank you. Yeah, the integrity of a text and with novels, a lot of times what that ends up being is you know very minor textual changes, but a lot of times it's like front matter, back matter, things like that. With a video game, it's stuff like like licensing. Like imagine a novel you know, mentioning Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola being like an integral part of the story and then they lose the rights and that novel has to take, like that would be so ridiculous. And I understand that I'm do not novels, trying to say that like... Do novels have that aspect of it? Do do books have a licensing aspect of it like that? Not that I know of. No. You can mention it. You can be a p- core part of your story. If it's a nonfiction novel, I think it's different, obviously. Then you get into things like slander and yeah. libel and stuff. But like fictional stuff you don't have to and so i guess i bring that up only because like my my experience with that text with grand theft auto san andreas is in part informed by its soundtrack and like i have this very explicit memory of driving up this mountain listening to that song and how it affected me and like made you know made me feel and made that world seem so alive and now that's gone. I would have to play that specific version of the text, the PS2 version, to have that same experience. So, I don't know, just an interesting, interesting little thing. Yeah, the, um, the Beatles ruined the Beatles and Mickey Mouse ruined copyright law. <laughs> and then they made Rock Band. <laughs> which was yes, they band. made Rock Band, not Harmonix. The it. Beatles did, and the Beatles and invented Disney. Rock Band. <laughs> um. Paul, what have you been playing? So I have been playing Halo Infinite, like like both of you. I'm having a great time with it. Uh, getting better, slowly but surely. Uh, I had uh, 16 kills on a match earlier today. I was quite pleased oh, with myself. Very nice, very nice. Also, also um, 12 deaths, which wasn't as <laughs> great. But <laughs> it's still positive. It's, st- it's still positive. Still that's positive. true still in the green yeah yeah, yeah, having a, yeah. Uh, but uh no that that's been really good I, I i'm loving that um and then i've also been playing demon souls which has been fabulous i just uh got some very cool armor which i'm very excited about uh that's been that's been great and then uh, mario party superstars which yeah. uh yeah i've been playing a bit of um very very fun uh, even now, what's amazing about this game is even now I'm discovering mini games that uh, we haven't sort of happened upon in any of our our playthroughs yet. So yeah, that that's been that's been very fun as well. But yeah, pretty much more more of the same from the the past couple episodes I've I've checked in. So yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been up to. Yeah, same for me. I finished up Jurassic World Evolution two, meaning that I finished the last challenge mode. Um, the last trophies that are remaining, because I was thinking about going for the platinum, are the ones where you have to beat the challenge modes on very hard, and I am not about that life right now, so no thanks. Um, but Mario Party Superstars, I am getting to the point now, though, where I'm like, I want them to add new maps, you know what I mean? Because, like, I'm so grateful for this game. I think it's, like, a return to form. I love it. It's so much fun. But I'm I'm already, like, uh, there's how many? Four? I think four maps or Five. five five maps and I'm or five boards and I'm like just again the downloadable content thing like just give us the option I will pay five dollars for a map or a board um, but it is a lot of fun 
Halo Infinite. We've talked about that. Still having fun with that. I did start Halo 4. I'm actually almost done with it. I think I'm on the last level or very close to the last level. And I started it because I kept hearing people say the story in Halo Infinite is 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 difficult to get into, especially if you haven't played the previous games or you don't remember the previous games. And so I thought about looking up kind of an overview because I played the first three games, have not played four and five. But I was like, you know what? It's winter break. Why don't I just burn through four and five and then I'll still be I'll be in a pretty good spot. So I've been playing Halo four and it's a lot of fun. I like it a lot. It's beautiful. It's part of the Halo Master Chief Collection, so it's remastered. But it is it's impressively remastered. It looks really good. And then I have started Metroid Samus Returns. Haven't played a ton of it. Like I'm playing like a little bit each night. Like I'll I'll play until I get to like one or two new save points. So I have like I think three upgrades at this point for my suit. So I'm not super deep into it. But I love it. I'm a little worried that it's gonna be hard to do some of like the pr- precise combat and platforming with like the 3ds because my hand has to be in such a weird position but overall it's the it's more of the same which is not a bad thing like so far the three metroid games i've played feel like they were made back to back and they were not they were made years and years apart so um but i love it like i love one of them so much that i'm like oh there's more there's just so much more for me to to get so yeah, that is what I've been playing. Are we ready to see who knew that review? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. yeah. Woo-hoo! Ron, you're so excited. Yay! You, yeah, you can see. Look at look how excited I am on the video. <laughs> oh, son, of a, son of a bitch! Ron has this picture. No, His no, webcam is not don't working. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Okay, okay. Um, I want to spoil it. I want to spoil it, but I won't. I won't. Um, but his webcam's not working, so he keeps showing an image. Let me just let me just say that. Um, but who knew that review? If you are new hmm, to mm, the game, no, no, that one doesn't that? work. I don't, like with the, I don't like that. This is a game where we choose a popular game. So these are not obscure games. These are games that you know most. Gamers, if you've played games for a while or you're familiar with games, will probably know. The very least you've heard of them if you haven't played them. Um, the more we play this game, we might start getting into some sort of obscure, harder to to guess games. But for now, we're sticking with like big, well-known titles. Um, and we go back and look for old reviews of the game and then read the review and omit proper nouns or important giveaway words like phrases, character names. Um, locations, publishers, things like that. And then we try to guess what the game is. What we've decided to do this time is to wait until we've read the entire review so that you at home can play along and make your guess. And so if you're not sure of it and one of us knows it and we guess halfway through, you still have a chance. You can hear the whole review and play along. So, um, And then once we get to the end of the review, if the other people haven't guessed it yet, then we can give out clues, publishers, genre, year of release, things like that. So, are we ready to ready to get started? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna I'll go first. Oh jeez, here we go with uh, an easy one. He's actually bringing out a hard copy of this magazine. Yeah, and I should have actually had it. Should should have had it on the page, but I but I don't. So maybe someone else go first. (laughs) 
I can go first. I have I have a I have a softball one. How's that sound? Okay. Perfect. Hey, guys, I love softball. Guys, all right. This is this is a twelve inch softball, so it's pretty pretty easy. Twelve inch, <laughs> that's a big softball. It's like what is it? Eight inch? Six I think it's six inch ten or eight inch. That's the size. So it's an eight inch softball. Yeah, it's like you're hucking a basketball across yes. the plate. It'll be great. <laughs> that's not that easy to hit. Um only do the weight. Okay. So here we go. First review. Although the full motion video in blank is virtually seamless, the smaller color palette makes many of the scenes somewhat difficult to make out. The acting is, on a whole, pretty bad. Although some of the blank reach uh, a cool conclusion. The game is too simple for my liking, but I'm glad to see blank got work. That was the first one. How are you guys feeling about that? So it sounds like there's a celebrity involved, right? Because I'm glad Blink got work and then full motion video. Um, so I'm th- I mean, we just brought up that Bruce Willis one recently, Apocalypse. That's not like a popular game, but it could could be it. Um, for some reason, I'm thinking of Omicron. I think it's called. Uh, not the variant, not the, not the uh, <laughs> COVID variant, but the David Bowie game. Oh, yeah. I think that's what it's called, the Nomad Soul. Um, but I doubt it's that. That is very obscure. Any thoughts, Paul? Like, uh, so, so sorry, I'm going through stuff. I shouldn't be doing that. We we said that we weren't going to, like, go through guesses. But, yeah, I was, yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. So let me stop with the guessing. But, Paul, do you have a sense? Do you have, do you have any... I have a sense of like the kind of game it is, but this is, I imagine this might be slightly before my, my, my gaming area of expertise. So I, it's, I don't know, maybe more will, more will come to light. I'll say you've probably at least heard of it. Okay. All right. So, okay. Second review. Okay. Blank is a game that looks deceptively easy. This is because there are many things going on on parallel video tracks that you can't see without a lot of trial and error and flipping from room to room. Although looking hokey, this just adds to the tongue-in-cheek humor. Not as easy as it looks, a spectacular use of video. Yeah, I saw Joey's eyes light up on that one there. Got um, it. Yeah, I'm almost positive. Got it. All how you feeling about this? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Third review. If there were ever a game targeted at the preteen male audience, this is the one. Blank uses their full motion video to delight your eyes with a group of attractive college co-eds wearing interesting clothing. Interesting clothing, that's weird. Um, there really isn't an in, 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 they spelled isn't wrong, I-N-S-I-N-T. <laughs> okay, there really isn't much exciting for the gameplay or to the gameplay, the FME, FMV, man, I am just all over the place. Let me read this again here. Take two. There really isn't much exciting to the gameplay. The FMV is kind of impressive for the genre. genre. B-rated acting. Okay, you guys feeling, I'm feeling pretty good about that? All right, let me just read the last one here and see if you guys can figure it out. Blank is the type of title that makes me ask why several times throughout the game. The digitized pictures are decent, but the plot needs some work. 
After playing about five minutes, you will quickly lose interest in this one. Still, this is the cutting edge of, of technology, so accept some glitches here and there. That's a terrible review. <laughs> um, Deal with it. Okay, Joey's Joey's got it. Paul, how are you feeling yeah. about it? I I kind of maybe know, but I'm not even sure on this title. But it's it's ringing the the dullest bell. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. Maybe 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 I have it, but maybe not. Can I give a hint before we start getting into publisher and stuff? Yeah, sure. Yeah, take away my thunder here. Oh no no no! no. Well, you you can give the hint. Do you know no, the hint I'm going to? give? I don't know the hint you're going to give, so you can go ahead. Since you know it, you can go ahead. It was presented as evidence to the to Congress. Oh yeah, to the United States Congress. It's basically what helped form as, the ESRB. Evidence, yeah, as oh. evidence of how video games can corrupt children. Oh, yeah, maybe maybe not. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> you just you just. You just hampered Paul's confidence there. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> confidence is slightly hampered. I would, sorry. I mean, it would be hysterical if okay, so this was it, the game they'd used for that. But. It's a full motion video game. Uh, the publisher, actually, I'll, I'll read the full. I'll read the top line here. Save the scantily clad ladies from the night creatures by shutting the friend, uh, the fiends into traps throughout the house. Yeah. yeah okay. I do know this one. Okay, yes. <laughs> I did have this one. Yes. It's um can I guess it? Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Night trap, right? Y yes. Yep. You are correct. Yeah. Woohoo. Uh, it got a five, an eight, a six, and a five. It got an eight. Wow. <laughs> Wait, they yeah. used night trap for like in Congress for the ESRB like stuff? That, that was yeah. that was the argument against video games because there was no rating system at the time. And that was be like any kid can play this violent video game where they're molesting women and trying to murder them. Like, yeah, like, and it was sexual, so sexual. Oh, yeah, that, like, that, kids oh, that's right too. That was that was more than these more of the problem. Clad. Yeah, there were three games that they focused on: Doom, Mortal Kombat, and Night Trap. And it's fucking ridiculous. Right. I I played it. I bought the so Limited Run Games is a company that does physical versions of digital only or old games that you can't get on modern consoles and they came out with night trap and i was so excited because i'd never played it and what platform was it for ron that was, that was sega a sega CD? cd yeah yeah and it was for something else but sega cd i think was the main one and i was like oh man finally i'm gonna get my chance and like maybe it'll look decent for you know because they they up upgraded it or like up it or something i don't know what, what you would call it with fmv but um it's terrible and it is so hard and what it got me in that second review you said something like it's hard to keep track because of multiple rooms i was like that is so true that game is so fucking impossible because you have to switch between rooms but you also have to watch what's happening in those rooms so you're constantly switching between rooms to look to make sure that a bad guy's not appearing to like so you can like thwart their efforts to kill one of the characters and you can't pay attention to the story. Oh. Yeah, the story's playing out in those rooms. Oh so if you want to hear the story, you have to go to a room and then not be able to see if someone's in danger. So it's fucking impossible. So yeah, to if, actually... you're, if you want to follow along on the plot line, you will lose the game because you are yeah. missing important things. Like if you sit and listen to the night trap song that they sing near the beginning of the game, 
you've already like killed two people because yeah there's already people like set up ready to go and murder the teens when they go to those rooms oh yeah it's I, odd. I beat <laughs> i beat that game on playstation 4 and i got one trophy <laughs> oh god really that's it's I, hard i it's haven't really even played hard. it i loaded it on the playstation i never played it though wow it's, yeah. and also is this basically like five nights at freddy's like the, the sort of structure of it like constantly panning between like in that game it's like security cameras right but in this game it's just rooms you're yeah you're literally security like, cameras too though yeah you're sitting oh, you're yeah. you're basically sitting in a van like watching a security camera feed and you're switching between security cameras and then you're setting off these traps in this house. Um, it's a bad game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. It it's sounds bad. rough. <laughs> An eight is incredibly generous. <laughs> yes. I mean, the, the fives are pretty generous too, but I guess at the time, like what else was there? Yeah. And I, I, also, it's funny to me because when I got it, I was like, man, when I heard about this when I was like 12 or whatever, I was like, wow, a sexy video game. Oh, my God. And so <laughs> I was even disappointed by that. Like, it is it is not even – it's the softest core. It's not even soft core. It's not. It's like no. So They're wearing nightgowns. It's, like right. the, it's like looking through the fucking Sears catalog. Yeah. <laughs> like, if that. Uh, also, I need to yeah. point out that the um, – the team you represent is the Sega Control attack team, Scat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a Scat officer. Yep. Um, yep. Shit, right, indeed. Well, <laughs> I will boost our confidence. This one I think is going to be very easy. So I'm going to skip the introduction paragraph and read the reviews. And I still think it's going to be too easy. But ready? Are we ready for this? I am ready. Okay. Some people are going to be turned off by Blank's concept, a game with no discernible ending, where you're free to do almost whatever you want, and your most difficult task is finding out who's got Blank's comic book. They don't know what they're missing. Blank is like having a virtual community inside your TV. When you're not trying to find that comic or running other errands, you're buying stuff for your house, playing classic Blank games, Designing t-shirts, writing letters. Okay, I know, it sounds super lame, but trust me, it's a blast. If you've got friends playing too, you can visit their towns, and suddenly there's even more you can do. For example, I went to Jean's town and wrote a message on her bulletin board that she can't erase. Kneel before Zod. Then I made friends with all her townspeople, running errands for them so they'd wonder where the hell I went after I left. Along the way, I picked up all the fruit I could... Uh, stuff in my pockets to sell back in my town for some big coin and finally i wrote letters to her neighbors told robin she smelled like a monkey's ass <laughs> and to Jean, i like this town i'm going to chop down all your trees when it was all over i kicked back in my house and played some blank now that's life blank's not without problems the graphics are blocky and the interface isn't streamlined but this is an addictive game i know i'll be playing for months to come Gee, I wonder was what that too, could be. Was it too easy? Yeah, I think unless something went wildly awry in my <laughs> thinking, um, I think I know exactly what it is. Yes. <laughs> okay, let me read the second. These next two reviews are shorter, so I'll just read them back to back. One day, a super cute game called Blank was born and blew gamers away with its novel Hello Kitty Meets the Sims concept. 
Girls reveled in playing house with their characters and designing their clothes. Boys didn't know what to think at first until one visited his buddy's town and saw that his pal had a cool space shuttle and he didn't, thus sparking a fierce competition. But the road to rewards was wrought with potholes, like a poor item interface for buying, selling, unbypassable dialogue, dialogue diarrhea? And for many, the lack of a clear quote-unquote point. Yes, blank is an acquired taste, but for the right person, it's like being addicted to sugar but never getting sick. Then the last review is, a game with N64-like quality graphics, subpar sound, and really no point to it. I love it. You'll spend months puttering around your town, planting trees, collecting bugs, and paying off your mortgage. Seriously. Sounds stupid, I know, but once you get started playing, you won't be able to stop. Get a couple of friends into the game, and you'll start traveling between each other's towns. You'll be delighted as you watch your villages grow, and their inhabitants interact with each other. The other EGMers think Gene, CJ, and I have gone insane when they hear us getting excited over something like finding a new type of fish, but that's what Blank does to you. So, what are we? What are we? What are we? looking at here i mean it's it's animal crossing right yeah the first one specifically i mean i'm I'm guessing it's the first one based on the effect that it says ps2 on the cover of your magazine there right well well, damn it that in the way they're responding to it too like this game's unbelievable i can't believe it works this way and i'm still interested yeah i think animal crossing one as well it is yes and i part of why i wanted to read this one was not only because Animal Crossing has become huge and New Horizons is like just, you know, was unbelievably successful. But I was so curious to read what the first entry, the kind of response that it got. And it's the exact kind of reviews I would have expected. We're not surprised by Animal Crossing's success now. But at that point in time, I, Ron, you and I were really excited for this game. We played the and shit I think we out of thought that game. We played it so much, but I think we both, before we bought it, we were like, this is going to be so dumb. The part of why we bought it was because it looked so weird and quirky, mm-hmm. and we're like, something weird, but like you said, we, we played the shit out of the game. We visited each other's towns. Um, what did what did they say that they told one of the villagers? Like, You smell like ass? smell like <laughs> ass. I was like, that is tame. They used to not have a profanity filter, and so we would... One of my favorite things was writing Ron's villagers really horrible messages. Oh, God, they're so and, vulgar. And then they would show them to Ron. They'd be like, look at this awesome letter Joey wrote me, and it would be like... I'm going to fuck you in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> look at how cute well. this is. He's so sweet. <laughs> um, I, I do think it's funny. At the bottom, they gave it uh, ratings for specific categories visual sound ingenuity and replay visuals got a three out of ten <laughs> I, like, I mean ouch that was it, it was a 64 game that was just touched yeah. up a little bit to be on the gamecube so yeah well what, what were its overall review overall reviews nine 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 and nine point five okay i just wanted to, i wanted to compare it to night trap that's all yeah. <laughs> that's the bar that's the bar animal crossing animal crossing yeah, wow, excellent. Well, l- like both of you, um, this first one is, uh, a, 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 I think, a softball. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I did not, so I just um, captured a bunch of these from the archive and they're on my phone, so I did not include all three reviews for this first one, but I think both of you should still get it from the really long first review, so I will read that to you now. Okay. 
those of you who by the way i love the tone of some of these these are these are so great but uh those of you who moaned endlessly about the length of metal gear solid will no doubt have more to whine about with blank you can work your way through the whole game in about 11 hours but those hours are filled with something special probably the most genuine genuinely disturbing survival horror game around the story plays on psychological nastiness, both in terms of the events that take place and the graphical content. The game seems to go out of its way throughout to make you feel uncomfortable. The 3D engine shifts the camera into some bizarre positions, while at the same time only giving you a very limited field of view. It's claustrophobic, dark, and disturbing. If it wasn't for the stiff voice acting and bad translation... This would be a classic example of a game mimicking a movie like Jacob's Ladder. There are a few niggles with the gameplay. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. Um, Every time I hear that word, I'm like, a few what? <laughs> um, the collision detection for picking up objects is dodgy in places. And the few genuine puzzles, there are only really four or five major ones, are all explained by fairly obvious clues located in pretty much the same location. That said, though, it's an enjoyable experience, and there's some replay value thanks to its multiple endings. You'll love the cool twist at the end, too. I think I got it. I think I got it, too. Nice. You, you want to go first? I think... Oh, man, hold on a second, though. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm going to say... Because um, you don't have any other reviews, you said, right? No, I have other info that could maybe help narrow it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess Silent Hill two. Okay, that was your guess, Ron. Do you mm-hmm. have a guess? I'm gonna guess Silent Hill one. Hmm. Should I reveal which one it is? Yes. Ron Ron's got it. Silent Hill one. Oh shit! I thought because. Number one, it talked so much about the graphics and the, the graphics in Silent Hill One were not good. But the other thing was, you said Metal Gear Solid, so I thought, well, then Metal Gear Solid. I thought Metal Gear Solid came first. It but was. I guess it not. was a PlayStation. Or, sorry, one it game. was. Yeah, PlayStation right. Silent Hill's a PlayStation Two game. No, is it? Yeah. No, it's PlayStation. No, this one. is PlayStation One. Um, yeah, so PlayStation well, so, yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, so uh, Silent Hill is Play, uh, Silent yeah. Hill Two is a PlayStation Two game. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I should have should have picked up on that, but yeah, the Jacob's Ladder thing I think got me because I've heard a lot of comparisons to that and Silent Hill too. Um, but yeah, still I feel feel pretty good. You got Silent close. Hill. That's yeah, you yeah. know you got right there. Well, I was gonna say what struck me was like who's complaining about eleven hours worth of gameplay as being too long at a different time? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> that that seems seems so strange compared to how long even. Like like games like like Halo Infinite's campaign is like longer than that. Like and it's not even known for like it's like a really robust long single player experience. Yeah, and I almost feel like it's I would love to track people's complaints about the price of games and the length of games because I feel like it used to be like you said, fifteen hours was like a pretty long game. Like RPGs, a sixty hour RPG was like huge, immense, monumental. Um, and now it's like those same kinds of games are 100 hours, 120 hours kind of thing. Um, and when we hear a game is 15 hours, we're like, oh, that's so short. Again, Metro Dread. Right. A lot of people talked about how, sh- quote unquote, short that was. Um, but back in the day, that was apparently long for some people. 
So a lot of people are moaning about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you kind of go back to the idea of like what I was talking about when I was playing GTA three and Vice city, like I beat both of those games in under 24 hours and mm-hmm. that's like hundred yeah. percenting them. Those are not long games. Like most of the time it was just like collecting all the side stuff. The, the main storylines were like the first ones, maybe three hours. If that oh, three to four Damn. hours, I mean, if you know what you're doing and like you can eh, maybe maybe a little more than maybe like five hours, uh, but Vice City isn't that much longer, and it kind of just abru- ends abruptly too. Like it's build, 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 and then it's just like it's it's at the end, and it's just like I guess as a value proposition now, if you were just a main storyline, it like it's not a very long game, and paying sixty dollars yeah. for that game, or I guess it was fifty at the time, um if it didn't have all that extra stuff, like that would be, you know, the, the value proposition of it would be like, not so hot. Like I, I, yeah. I couldn't see those games being sold today for that, that price again. Yeah. Well, I don't mm-hmm. even think about like the play, like the metal gear solid for the PlayStation only being like roughly like 10 hours long or something that it seems like a much bigger game, but I think it's just like, there are so many iconic moments from that game that like stick in your memory that maybe it expands, you know, in your mind over time. I mean, if you skip through a lot of those cutscenes, uh, that game is way shorter. Right. Oh, that's that's true. Yeah. Well, Kojima. Yeah, he also does like yeah, like like thirty minute cutscenes or something, which I I love. But yeah, that bats out the time. I'm sure. I am thinking about it though. Like I. When I finished the first game, I was I like they it's meant for replayability. So you get like a score and like an animal. So I think I was like an ocelot or something. And so, of course, I wanted to replay it. But I I do remember thinking like, oh, man, I have to. It's a long game, you know, (laughs) so you poor, silly son of a bitch Um, should play Dino Crisis instead. I want to play that. I'm going to play that at some point. Maybe this year, maybe 2022, the year of the dino crisis. <laughs> um, Ron, you ready for number two? Yes. Are, are, do we do we know if we're doing three or are we sticking with two? We're going to, I think we're going to stick with two. Okay. All right. Then I will do, I will do the harder one. Okay. So we'll see this, this, you guys should know, at least have heard of this game. I don't think any, I, I've never played it. I can tell you that much. Okay. Ready? <laughs> okay. Here we go. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the 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 hint on this one too because it, it make it just a little bit easier maybe. This is a very good helicopter slash action game. The many goals are all appealing, and the presentation of the cart is also top notch. Some of the play mechanics are a little jerky in areas, but for the most part, this game delivers on all its promises. Not incredibly intense, but satisfying. Nevertheless, okay, that was the first review. Here is the second. Not feeling good so far. (laughs) (laughs) Blink did a very good job creating a realistic um, copter game with true-to-life missions that take us back to the war in the Gulf. This simulation is one of the best ever done in a cartridge game while the weaknesses of the system show through once the play control is learned the game is manageable okay 
pilot wings. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, the, that brings you back to the war in the Gulf, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I got the giggles. Okay. Show that picture again, Rob. <laughs> yeah, so this punishment here oh, do is the picture. Don't do it. This punishment. God damn it. Okay. Third review. It's got to smell so bad. <laughs> Go ahead. This is a great port over from the blank. The graphics are much more detailed, yet the animations are a, or the animation is a bit slower. The sounds are a big improvement, and the overall gameplay is very good. Blank has a number of cool features and enough missions to keep shooter fans happy with a unique perspective. Okay, I got one more. Sayonara, Saddam. Blank is the type of game you must buy if you are truly an American, oh or God. at least against dictators wow. in general. Wow. <laughs> this is a little repetitive. Uh, this is a little repetitive and hard to control, but the ending is worth the tedious journey. Believe me. Who knows? Perhaps we can look forward to more blank titles of this genre. Okay, you had some you had some hints there. It's Gulf War, Saddam, being American. <laughs> I can't think of the name though. You said it was a helicopter game, and I know that there were a few of them, but I'm not sure I can get the names. Like is it like Hold on, let, 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 like let me that? let me read the let me read the top line here. Okay. In the latest translation of Blank's Blank, you are a pilot of an advanced assault chopper armed with the most sophisticated weapon systems ever devised. Yeah. Participate in various uh, incursions behind incursions. Yeah, incursions uh, behind enemy lines while avoiding missiles, surface-to-air fire and myriads of enemy choppers. The action is heavy in this military tour de force. If it's the game I'm thinking of, I played it because I rented it and I remember liking it a lot. It was very fun. I don't remember the name though. Is is it war something? Mm. Well, since we're at the guessing point, is it like war? You can't see you, you can't war. see my face right now, so that doesn't work. Uh, no. Um, uh, do you want it? You what would you? Uh, you want the developer name? Or you think that I might be too much? Help. Is it a claim? Or let me give you the year. This year, all these came from EGM issue number or volume five, issue twelve, December nineteen ninety two. That's what I thought, but I can't. I can't think of the name. Something chopper? No. Chopper attack? No. The publisher of this series uh, is Electronic Arts. Something strike? Eh. Eh. Strike force? Where is Saddam? Where was the Iraq Gulf strike? War? No. Kinda. Middle East strike? 
Oh boy, it sure is hot in this Persian plain strike area. Desert strike. There desert you strike. go, desert strike. <laughs> <laughs> Think of it as the hot Midwest. <laughs> Just empty and plain. A desert. Yeah, that one was hard. Yeah. yeah, that was very deep cuts. The most patriotic uh, reviews. No. Yes, the <laughs> shittiest fucking line. You should buy this if you're truly an American. Or at least hate dictators. Fuck off. Who, who, let's see. Does it, do I know who, who wrote that review specifically? I'm assuming that was, that was a Sushi X re- review. So, yeah, that was he was definitely hamming it up. I'm assuming that's how they do these lines here. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that was hard. Well, hopefully my second one will be easier. <laughs> um although the this is an interesting format, so there's there's no review here. It's a conversation between editors. Oh, okay. So oh. yes. Very let me double check. Let me go to the next uh page to make sure I'm not missing So I'm gonna guess this is probably from a newer issue of EGM, because I think Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, this is just a conversation between the editors, the reviewers. Um, I do think that the intro will give it away. That's the one. This is the one I was talking about. So I'm going to read the conversation. I'll stop after every person's entry or like discussion point. Um, And then we'll we'll just see how this plays out. So let's do it. All right. So Jennifer says, I'll admit I had high hopes for this one. I love my blank i'm gonna blank the genre just to make it a little bit harder okay and blank promised to add new depth to the usual character building so when i discovered that it was little more than a solid hack and slash action blank i felt pretty disappointed it's probably not enough so let me go to the next one this is greg greg says i don't think the game is a disappointment at all divorce blank from its crushing hype and the game's a solid enjoyable but flawed Blank. Hmm. Mark says, actually, I have to say blank is better than I expected. I had no idea how well the real meat of the game combat would turn out. And while it lacks a certain polish, more enemies that really make you block and dodge would have been nice. I never got bored fighting. Quite the opposite. Switching between bows, melee weapons and magic, the combo and experience systems, I actively seek out enemies rather than avoid them. So let me pause and take the temperature. How are we feeling? Mm. Any kind of ballpark, general sense? I, I got, I got an idea, but that la- that last one like threw a wrench in where I thought it was going. Okay. Yeah. Same. I I, I definitely had an idea, but then the the switching between magic and combat and all those other things made me think it's maybe something else but i do i kind of have an idea based on like i think you would find this pick interesting so yeah okay all right so let me continue so jennifer says again i find blank's combat pretty repetitive it requires hardly any tactics or class specialization yeah it's fun switching between skill sets but to me a great rpg i gave it away Rewards, specialization, and mastery of a certain skill set. For example, I felt penalized for not giving my guy more magic skills. Greg says, Role-playing is more than strategic fights. 
Blank seems to be the ultimate role-playing game because you're not just taking someone else's role, you're developing your own. Let me pause there. Any clarification? Better? Worse? Mm, no. <laughs> okay. All right. I think this is going to be a, a pretty good hint. Mark says, that's the oh, thing I wait. really love. Think you got it? I do. I do think I have it. Okay. <laughs> Mark says, that's the thing I really love. Character customization. Mohawks, handlebar stashes, mm. sweet tats. You can really make the character your own. And not just in looks. The number of different skills, spells, health, speed, and a lot more you can build up in whatever order you choose is the perfect reward for a quest well done. Jennifer says, I'd like more armor and weapon choices. Then again, who doesn't like silly mustaches? So you both feel like you have a pretty good guess? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm going to continue for the listeners, but let me know if anything changes. Greg says, it's great to have the freedom to mold your hero in terms of his appearance, alignment, and inclinations, and it adds a ton of replay value. People will want to go back and try an entirely new hero after they beat the game for the first time. Mark says, well, yeah, especially since it's only like 12 frickin' hours long. There's that. (laughs) So it's the opposite. It's only 12 hours long. Um, Jennifer says, Blank is definitely not a game to hurry through. If you don't explore and experiment, you'll miss out on all kinds of good stuff. Okay. I got an idea of the series. I think. I just don't know which one it is. Am I I going down the right route with that, Joey? I think so. I think so. so. So to continue, Mark says, how about those boss battles, though? Now we can talk disappointing. Greg says they're rote. Discover pattern, execute pattern, repeat. I beat the final boss without coming within 20 feet of him. Jennifer says you forgot one step. Adjust the awful camera. I lost count of how many times I found myself running backwards, shooting arrows at off-screen enemies because it was so laborious adjusting the camera every time. But enough about combat. What about the game's much-vaunted emergent aspects? Flirting with villagers and getting married was mildly amusing, but for me, the combo of hack and slash action with a Sims-like dollhouse didn't work well enough to elevate the game to greatness. Does that solidify it for you guys? I got it, I think. No, I I think that totally lost me. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Okay, uh, we have have a few more conversation points in here, so... Greg says, yes, it's much more exciting to shape a hero than to play a sort of weak minigame to win a wife for a few extra ducats. I think that's how you pronounce that. Mark says, I really enjoyed the feeling of pride I got when I overheard townspeople talking about me. Not an emotion I'm accustomed to experiencing in a game. But most of the fancy interactive world aspects didn't draw me in. That being said... Being evil sucks once you get past the initial thrill of people dropping crates and running just because you walk by. Girls don't fall in love with you. People won't talk to you or about you when you're around. The horns you grow look silly. All I did was slaughter an entire village or two. Okay, three. But that's it. I had a rough childhood. Further on? I'm trying to remember remember horns now. That was a totally different series than I was thinking, but I think... I think I know what it is now. Okay. 
So I'm just going to burn through the rest of the conversation points. Um, Greg says, Fable... Well, that's the answer. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope you guessed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's Fable. I did the thing. I did the thing. (laughs) Damn it. I was like, oh, this is a long time. So Fable. What was nice, what actually helped was um, earlier when they were talking about like the the overhypedness, I was like, oh, I bet. I bet this might be up for it. And then, yeah, by, by the time we got to the horns, I was like, yeah. That's, what else? At first, I was thinking Dragon Age, not Dragon Age, um, uh, Morrowind. Oh, uh, Elder, Scrolls. Elder Scrolls series. And that's why I'm like, I think I know, like, like I got an idea, but I just can't figure out which one. Then I was thinking Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. And then once the horns came around, I'm like, oh, Fable. Like, I'm, all right, yeah. Yeah. I was hoping that, like, the marriage thing and yeah. the, the, the village people cheering you. That was a big part of that game. That was like specific to that series. So I um sorry that I, I spoiled it. But again, it was a long conversation. So I do feel like that that people had, had not gotten it by that point. The rest of the review probably wouldn't have helped because um, it doesn't get into th- anything more specific like that. But but yeah, Fable, this is from EGM. Um, it got a 7.5, an 8, and a 9. Whoa. Yeah. It's more of a, a range than I would have thought, but for sure. I tried really uh, hard right. to like that game. I love that game. How dare you? <laughs> I don't like RPG. I don't like fantasy. I don't like fantasy RPGs. Yeah. That's my problem. I call it a blessing, honestly. Nope. <laughs> it's a curse. <laughs> you poor son of a bitch. Um Paul. Paul. <laughs> Yeah, well... Game number two. Yeah, game number two. I will pull it up now. I Some of these reviews are great, and I actually have multiple for this one. So Sweet. Uh, yes, we'll have plenty to dive into. I'll start with one of the smaller ones that is probably my favorite, and then I'll go to the, the bigger one that, that provides more clues. Um, as a self-confessed geek, geek all caps... I feel secure saying a four-player blank can be more fun than a night out in Chicago. This cart is loaded with well-designed minigames that are fun and easy to pick up. Their their simplicity means one, anyone, from a video game shy old hag to a hardcore (laughs) gaming freak, can enjoy this cart. And two, you may get bored playing the same games over and over. Great for the occasional get together with the gang. Okay. I think I have a sense. I think I got an idea. Yes. Uh, maybe you're Read one of those those video sure. those hardcore gaming freaks. Yes, I, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, not certainly not a uh, a shy video game old hag. <laughs> no, def- definitely not. These choices of okay. Anyway, alrighty. Um. Here is the longer review. Now, here's a rare concept. A console game designed mainly with multiplayer in mind. What a, <laughs> what a, a different world. <laughs> oh. And it's, long over, it's a long overdue idea that really, really works. Not to sound trite, but Blank really is the ultimate party game. It packs more than enough gameplay quirks to keep competition tight right up until the end of each game. 
which can last up to three hours. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so see, that gives it too much away. Um, <laughs> the fifty—it's the fifty mini games uh, that really keep players screaming and leaning in their seats. <laughs> At first, I was worried that these simple skill games, many of them which involve track and field style tap tap tapping, would wear thin. Not a problem. The games come in such a whopping variety that the more you play them and the better you get, the more you want to kick each other, kick the other players' butts. Blank also rewards frequent multiplayer play by letting you save coins for goodies that mix up the game a bit. Oh, you'll stumble across a few secrets too. As a one-player game, Blank is so-so. Playing the solo mode opens up a few secrets, but it's really only good for practicing mini-games. Play blank with three friends, and you'll never want to play it alone again. So, do you pretty, both have a pretty solid sense? Uh, Joey, can I take it? Pretty confident. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's the guy game. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that game is bad. Um, Ron, how did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a stab and say it's the first Mario Party. Yeah, totally. And you're both right. It All is right. the first Mario Party. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was. I was so tickled by both of those reviews. I, I, I just, included. I just love the idea. Like you know, okay, it's on the Nintendo 64, which has four controller ports built in, and so it was built as a system for multiplayer, and has had tons of multiplayer games on it. And then say, multiplayer games are super rare. Like what right, <laughs> right. To, to even imagine that being like true even though as you say it wasn't at the time it, it's so weird <laughs> yeah well and especially now yeah like building a game for a console that's geared towards multiplayer what yeah that, on a console that has four controller ports built <laughs> right, in and the, right. one of the first games released was a multiplayer racing game what right. unheard of <laughs> I mean, I will say at the time, though, like, multiplayer, like, four-player games were still rare, though. You know what I mean? Like, name name a dozen from that time period. Like, now, it's all over the place because of online. It's easy to, like, connect a controller wirelessly right. uh, or play with people online. Bomberman? But at the time, okay, 11 more. Um, <laughs> Mario Kart 64. 10 more. Diddy Kong Racing. Any Nine sports more? game? <laughs> it was, I it was it was it was rare at the time. It was not it was not common. Well, and um, so for your average shy old video game hag, oh um, yeah, right. I guess. <laughs> certainly yes. un, unheard of. Um, I do have a bonus review if I can get this PDF to load. Bonus review, okay. If we have, if we have time, if we it's yeah, we're we, at about a, we, a little over an we, hour. We could do we could do the one bonus um, review. Okay, this this PDF is going super slow, so give me a second. Um, I'm looking through this magazine to see if there's any more four player games for old system. I, I could also say why we're we're getting set up. I tried desperately to find um, EGM's review of Superman sixty four, but I could not track it down. <laughs> it is really hard to find. There were certain game, like I said, I was trying to find the Animal Crossing one, and I was looking like at everything everywhere and i could find like the cover and i could find it you know that issue for purchase 
and I couldn't find it. And then I was like, wait a minute. And I went and went and looked at my shelf and then I, I had it. So this, this issue of, uh, EGM has a, uh, pre-release, uh, uh, showing of, or preview, I should say of Snatcher. Hmm. But it was still in Japan and not, they're destined to come out in America, but never did in their international news section. All right, are we ready for this bonus one? This is this is kind of a throwaway one, a little bit of a joke, but this is from the same issue that I read the Fable review from. Okay. Okay, don't say Fable this time. Okay, I won't say Fable this time. Or instead of the game, say Fable. Oh, yeah, instead of the yes. game, say Fable. Okay, <laughs> okay. Ready? Ready. Yes. This Girls Gone Wild trivia game is mildly challenging at times. Like, do you know what URL stands for? If so, congrats, you big dork. Several spring break bimbos also attempt to answer the questions in various video bits. If they get them wrong, off comes the top and out comes the boobage. At first, a sensor bar obscures the goods. But if you rack up mounds of points, the bar makes way for fuzzy memories. Then eventually, the full clear view bounces in. Oh my god. (laughs) But here's where the game busts. You have to predict what the girls will say to get the full view. You get a pair of choices, but it's a coin flip most of the time. So you have to be really good at blind random guessing, or you have to replay the episodes a boring second time through to see what you can get on the internet for free anyway. (laughs) It's great that this game exposes college girls who literally don't know how many letters are in the alphabet, but mostly it's just sad. God. <laughs> I'm going to guess uh, it's Mario Party 2. <laughs> Mario Party 2. I knew. How did you? So so we, we I'm, I'm going to confess that Joey and Gary and I had all played that game a lot, but we mainly played the stupid balls mini games that were in it. They were like these was very like fun. marble mini games. There's one called Balls Out and then Balls In and then I forgot the other one. But it was basically just kind of like one was like a sumo, like stay on the platform style mini game. Another was like a monkey ball, like go down the ramp and try to get your ball in the whole thing. And then I can't remember what the third one was offhand. Uh, I don't think we played it as much as those other two. Um, But yeah, that game was not good. Also, it's technically <laughs> child porn because one of the girls was underage. Uh, she was yeah. 17 at the time of the recording and lied and she said she was 18 on the release form. Yeah. Um, we were at the time obsessed with Jackbox party pack, uh, or uh, what was it called? You don't know Jack. You uh, don't know Jack. That's right. The, the precursor to Jackbox party pack. Um, and so this game came out and we were like, we we're getting kind of bored of the same old questions in that other game. So maybe this would be, you know, interesting and also, it was interesting. also like the twist of it like you have to predict what the girl says in like some rounds like very that's, stupid i mean that's but that's a pretty good like that's a nice change up rather than like you know the answer you just kind of gotta guess what they are gonna pick but yeah but i wish it was mixed in with other things yes not just every question being like what are they gonna say what are they gonna say because it's like so you're you're basing your guess off of whether or not they look so dumb they're going to get this easy question wrong that seems i mean that's another layer of like problematic i think but um 
But I, yeah, I, like you said, the mini games were fun, and mm-hmm. I will say that it was fun to play it. It was very bad. EGM gave it an eight, a nine. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Better than Fable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they gave it forty-eight. No, um, a one point five, a one, and a oh. zero. A zero point zero. Damn. And that review reads, "What price, titties?" It doesn't take a transvestite hooker-starved Eddie Murphy to tell you that some sex is entirely too costly. This was that this Sean review, Baby. The it Sean... is not. It's Greg. Really? Yeah. Kasavin. The Greg. Sure. I don't know. Doesn't have a last name. No. Um. But yeah. The the and let's see. One of the hotties shows her gazooms. <laughs> I just thought I would. <laughs> you have to send me that. I need to. I need to look over that review. That's seek. <laughs> I need to. I need. I need to research this review. It's, it, this review finishes by saying, "Seek real breasts the old-fashioned way by begging." Ooh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh. Yep. So maybe it is video but, games' fault. Yeah. Maybe it is. Well, this is like one of those things where like, like there are objectionable elements in the game, but the reviews themselves just are are dialing that up. Exactly. (laughs) Right. But it's funny because they think they're taking like the moral stance of like, no, 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 we're too, we're too good for this. We have our own brand of like sexism. The guy reviews. Um, But yeah, I I just thought you literally just mentioned it, Ron. And I was like, I just saw that this review was in this issue, so <laughs> I thought I would uh, thought I would regale us with that. So, wow. yeah, what are the chances? What are the chances? I will say I um, happened upon because the the issue that I ended up taking both of these out um, was from April nineteen ninety nine, and there was a gigantic episode one preview in that that magazine, and it's so. It was so interesting to see like people talking about that movie and being like genuinely excited and like mm-hmm. really happy about it and like oh, pod racing and whatever. And now just to to live on the other side of that where like I I I am a fan because like it it meant a lot to me growing up, but like you know, like for a lot of people it's like you would never hear them like talking about it with that kind of like genuine enthusiasm. And you said it was a preview, right? It yeah, it, it was a preview. Out. So they were just showing like little little tidbits. Man, I would love to read a review or some some other kind of commentary after it came out from the same <laughs> same magazine. But um, all right, well, how do we how do we feel this went? I thought this was fun. I, I love this game. Yeah, that went that went pretty good. I, yeah. I, I you guys got a stump around me until Joey said the name of the game. <laughs> well you I got think... the stumper on both of us with uh True. Yes. The, the helicopter yeah, saddam Desert, kill or whatever <laughs> Desert strike. yeah i that's one of those that like you said i'd heard of and i i'm pretty sure i even played it think, yeah, back I, in the day on this now, SNES. That, now that you bring it up i do kind of remember you renting it at one point or talking about it at one point yeah if it's the one i'm thinking of where it's like top down it's isometric and you're like isometric going view. over yes, yes. yeah and the destruction, the environment destruction, like destroying buildings and turrets and stuff was really fun. Um, but it's, yeah, it's not definitely not like mainstream enough for me to 
have in my like ready readiness so i think that's the problem finding the balance because like the, the animal crossing one i was like tr- i was struggling to find a way to make it more difficult and i'm like i can't because like in every review they're like collecting bugs and writing <laughs> letters and i'm like it's gonna gonna give it away so i think next time i'm gonna try to go for something a little more difficult not desert strike does difficult <laughs> but like it's you know yeah so i, I think that's going to be the, the the struggle or the challenge is finding that balance of like you know just hard enough to be like challenging but not impossible but hopefully the readers got all of them i thought you know thought these were some an interesting array of games well they're all definitely smarter than us so <laughs> yeah that's for sure <laughs> and did probably, i say reader i think i said readers you did. not listeners i mean obviously yes. they're smarter than you because you said readers not listeners that's right uh, i will say what did you say earlier hmm? when you were trying to read that review i didn't you say anything i didn't say anything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, w- I will just say as well that like it, it's it's amazing how like how, how time condenses and sort of narrows things because looking at some of these older magazines i'm like Oh, I've maybe seen like a few of these like 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 box covers at like a Hollywood video or something, but like I haven't heard of so many of these and like yeah, every every month it seems like there's just a torrent of games that 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 come out that you know, they're talking about they're devoting time to reviewing in the magazine and then just like disappear into the ether. Yeah. And yeah, and and yeah, there's a version of this game in which yeah, you could just pick any one of those and it would be it would be next to impossible, you know, to get anybody. Oh yeah, no, it. there were definitely some other games in this issue that I'm like you guys will never I've never even heard right. of this game and, right. and it got pretty good scores. So, okay. Yeah. Well, that's even weirder, right? When they're super well reviewed and you're like, "Oh, they they like this you know whatever this this like jet ski racing game uh is beloved and yet you know i've i've never heard of it it's not the i can't what was the really famous one you were telling me about joey earlier wave race 64 yeah it's yeah it's not uh, that one but it's like some other jet annual Moto? entry yeah something like that and i'm like wow i've never even heard of that but they were they were loving it and I, I can see a version of this game in the future where we do sort of like a challenge mode where maybe we give the magazine, you know, send the PDF to each other or something. And then it's like, I'm going to read a review from this magazine. It could be the most obscure one, but like whoever gets it first. And so maybe you have a chance to like review it or, you know, skim through it really quickly or something. Um, but yeah, I definitely look forward to doing this again. Hopefully we'll do this maybe Maybe like once a month or once every other month. I yeah, think this that's is, a, that's that's a good schedule for that. Fun. But um, next week, the three of us are returning to talk to you about our Christmas gaming and Christmas geeking memories. We're going to talk about video games or other nerdy, geeky kind of kind of presents that we got, um, or memories that we have around the holidays with with gaming. So please look forward to that. Until then, you can find us on social media. You can find me at Twitter on twitter at uh losperman you can find ron on twitter at big bad ron and on instagram at not big bad ron or handsome boy frank and paul would like you to buy what was it what was that throne breaker Woo-hoo! oh that's right throne breaker <laughs> yeah break some thrones and then I write in that's your <laughs> yes please write in yeah absolutely uh at pretty pixels podcast at gmail.com thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week Bye. 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 Don't buy the guy game. <laughs>